Welcome everyone. My name is Dr. Lori Little, and I'm a clinical psychologist, mindfulness coach, psychedelic therapist, wife, and mom. My passion is helping people learn to listen to and trust their inner healing intelligence, that part of us that is always moving towards health and growth. Ultimately, when we allow our inner healing intelligence to be our guide, we can stop looking outside of ourselves for answers. We can experience more joy, more peace, and more connection with others than we may have ever thought possible. Although it may sound simple, it is by no means easy. Join me as we discuss the many challenges and opportunities that listening to your inner healing intelligence can bring to your life. Welcome back. This is Dr. Lori Little and the Inner Healing Intelligence Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about gratitude. And of course, this is coming on the heels of Thanksgiving and spending some time with my family. Many of us do take this time to reflect upon the things in our lives that we feel grateful for. And so I thought this might be a valuable topic to talk about here. Gratitude really brings in a lot of the skills of mindfulness, and so today we'll be talking a little bit about what gratitude is, why it is even important, what some of the science says or what some of the research says about gratitude, and how we can start cultivating a more grateful mindset. I try very hard to feel grateful for all of the blessings that I have in my life, and I really do recognize that I have so many things in my life to feel appreciative of. I, of course, like you, do not always feel grateful at every moment. Building a mindset of gratitude takes time and it definitely takes practice. I am absolutely not always successful. Like everybody else, I have my why me moments and I struggle at times with feeling sad or down or anxious. And so I know for me personally, when I remember to focus on the experience of gratitude, it can make a very meaningful difference in how I feel and how I look at the world. So let's start by defining gratitude. Gratitude is considered the general attitude or mindset of being thankful being appreciative and grateful. It is a conscious decision to focus attention on the positive aspects of a situation rather than the negative. Expressing gratitude can be either external to others or just internally. We can notice things that we appreciate and either verbally express to the other person how grateful we are, or we can just make a mental note of it. A grateful mindset is one in which we are intentionally celebrating all of the wonderful and special and unique gifts that life has to offer every day, no matter how tiny or seemingly insignificant. 
Notice the emphasis on conscious decision. Gratitude is a conscious decision. To practice gratitude, we first need to choose that this is a mindset worth having. Gratitude can be especially difficult when the world and the media pressures us to pay attention to the things that are hurtful or scary or dangerous or even the things that we're missing or lacking in our lives. The current media climate seems so focused on outrage, trying to increase the experience of feeling outraged by things. And so this is really the opposite of gratitude. Outrage is really that emotional experience of, oh my gosh, can you believe that? That is ridiculous. And so when we are in a world that is in some ways promoting and encouraging a lack of gratitude, this mindset can be particularly challenging. But like any new behavior, gratitude is something that absolutely anyone can learn. What does the science say about gratitude? There's actually, over the last couple of decades, have been many studies that have specifically looked at what does building a gratitude practice do for us emotionally, socially, physically, in so many different ways. Gratitude actually has a profound impact on our lives. Emotionally, studies have shown that a regular practice of gratitude can actually improve our moods. It can reduce the severity of symptoms of depression, anxiety, and irritability. And regular practitioners of gratitude are actually more likely to feel happier and to feel more peaceful. Socially, people who practice gratitude regularly are more likely to do kinder things for others. And studies also show that people who practice gratitude may have stronger social relationships. I read one study about couples who regularly express gratitude to each other. They found that those couples actually reported feeling happier and more satisfied in their relationship. And not surprisingly, this actually extends to the workplace as well. When gratitude is expressed at work, employees will report feeling an increased sense of self-worth, increase in confidence in their work, and it actually can even increase trust between colleagues and wanting to help each other out and to support each other. Gratitude not only helps us emotionally and socially, but I was also interested to see how building a practice of gratitude can actually even help us physically. And studies have shown that people who practice regular gratitude have a lot of physical improvements. I couldn't possibly list them all, but some that I saw included people sleeping better even having stronger immune systems. And in terms of healthy habits, people who practice gratitude tend to exercise and have fewer physical symptoms of pain than people who don't practice gratitude. Studies have also shown that practicing gratitude helps us to be more likely to reach our personal goals. 
And that is just so amazing when you think about it, how many positive things can come to you and to your life when you make the conscious decision to practice just focusing more on the positive. And so this really takes mindful awareness, as we've talked about before, and the importance of mindfulness. This is where mindfulness practice really comes in. In order to be grateful, we have to be aware of the times in which we're ungrateful in order to get us to really shift our perspective. Notice the cyclical effect of gratitude. When we start noticing more of the positive things in our life, it creates more positive feelings. And so as you have more positive feelings, it creates this sense of being appreciative and thankful for the better experiences and the better feelings, and then leads you to feel more gratitude. So it's this really positive cycle to get into. So how do you do it? How do you get yourself to focus more on the positive aspects of a situation than the negative? This is particularly hard if you notice that you tend to kind of be a glass half empty kind of person. This can be definitely more challenging. The first step is to make it clear to yourself that this is your goal. This is your intention. Make it abundantly clear that you want to work on increasing your gratitude and focusing more on the positive. In order to do this, you have to first recognize that changing your attitude, changing a mindset is not something that will happen quickly or easily. Like any other behavior change, it's going to take time, it's going to take practice. And however, if you are committed and saying, this is what I really want for myself, then you absolutely can do it. So once you've set your intention to be more grateful, you have to notice when you are aware of feeling ungrateful. And so let's talk about what that might look like. Certain emotions that you're having, you can think of as like red flags that you are not currently practicing gratitude. The first emotion is envy. What is envy? Envy is the feeling we get when we see that someone else has something that we want for ourselves. And this can be Uh, a personality characteristic, a physical attribute. It can be an object that you see that someone has that you don't. Really, the experience of envy is that person has something that I wish I had. Aristotle defined envy as pain at the sight of another's good fortune. Rather than feeling happy for that person, envy is the more negative or painful emotion that has elements of things like, it's not fair, I should have that too, or why are they so lucky and I'm not? Envy is a very big red flag that we are focusing on the negative of a situation instead of a positive. So when you notice that you are having envious thoughts or envy feelings, it's important to pause and reflect on the emotion that you're experiencing. 
and believe that it is possible to turn this around. To turn it around, you can practice more loving thoughts towards the other person and towards yourself. So an example might be good for them that they have this. I hope that this brings them joy. I may not have this in particular, but this is what I do have. We don't necessarily want to try to think of all of the things that we have that the other person doesn't have. I know that's sometimes one of the first things that people can go to, but really by doing that, we're trying to just move from feeling in a one down position to a one up position. And either way really isn't that good. Because remember, if we're up at some point, we're going to be down. This is that concept of judgments. If we're judging others, we are inherently judging ourselves. So don't necessarily try to think of all the things you have the other person doesn't have. Just focus on all the things that you do have that bring you joy in that moment. Another red flag emotion is sadness. Although all of us know what sadness feels like, we might not necessarily understand where sadness comes from. Sadness is the feeling that we get when we believe that we have lost something or are going to lose something that is really important to us. So we feel sad when someone we love gets sick or dies. We feel sad when a loved one moves away. These are losses and can generate feelings of sadness. When we feel sad, and even when we feel envy as well, I want to be clear, I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't feel sad or shouldn't feel envy, or it's in any way, I am definitely not suggesting it is bad to feel feelings. I want to be clear, I'm not talking about toxic positivity, this concept of as soon as I notice that I'm having a negative feeling, I need to quickly turn it around and make it positive and never sit with or feel the feeling that I'm really feeling. Creating a grateful mindset is really actually first giving yourself permission to feel all of the feelings. So really truly feeling that sad or feeling that envy fully without judgment and then when you feel ready to move on from that, making the conscious decision to focus on something more positive. And that's where gratefulness and gratitude comes in. To move away from feeling sad and towards feeling more grateful, we can try to think about all of the things that we are going to gain. So for example, if a close friend moves away, instead of focusing on how much we're going to miss them, we could instead try to focus on how exciting it will be to visit them in a new city or living vicariously through them as they go on this new adventure. Another strategy to increase a grateful mindset is to be very intentional in practicing a regular gratitude mindset. 
One way you can do this that I often recommend to my patients is to consider starting a gratitude journal. And you can do this in so many different ways, but one of the ways you can do it is to get a book, get a notebook, and every night before going to bed, write down all of the things that happened during the day that you feel grateful for. Or if you want sort of an abbreviated version, you can write down the one thing that occurred that day that you feel most most grateful for. If starting a journal is not something that you have time or energy for or an interest in, then just as you're trying to fall asleep, this can be a mental habit that you get into before falling asleep is reflecting upon all the things that happen that you are appreciative of or finding that most grateful experience. The most grateful experience is similar to listing all the things because inherently in trying to think of the one thing that you're most grateful for, you're kind of forcing your mind to go through all of the things that you felt grateful for. And then you're spending a little time reflecting on, oh, actually this one I'm most appreciative of. If you're not a big journaler, you can also see that there are some apps out there um, that guide you into answering gratitude questions. And those are kind of fun because you can look back a year ago, what was I feeling grateful for today? So it's a little bit of a diary type thing, but it's also really helping you to just focus on more positive things in your life. The key in this process is to try to get as creative and as specific as possible. So don't just write, I'm grateful for my family every single day, because that's not particularly useful or helpful. It might be true, but something that would be more helpful is really digging a little bit deeper and asking yourself, what specifically about my family am I grateful for? For example, my kids came home for Thanksgiving this weekend, and one of the family traditions we have before we start our Thanksgiving dinner is to each of us go around and take a moment to reflect on or express the things that we are most grateful for. This year was an unusual Thanksgiving because, unfortunately, my parents caught COVID, and so they were unable to join us, which was uh, sad and disappointing. And I could have spent my time and energy focusing on how they weren't there, but really tried to focus more on feeling grateful that they're doing okay, it's a mild case, and we're going to see them in a few weeks for Christmas. Around the dinner table, I expressed to my kids not just that I was grateful for them, but specifically, I felt grateful that I know they're getting to that age now where they can choose to spend Thanksgiving with anyone or anywhere that they want. They didn't have to come home. They're both adults now. And knowing that they had the choice to go anywhere, but still chose to come home to spend Thanksgiving with me and their dad was really meaningful. And I felt extremely grateful for that. Remember that focusing on gratitude doesn't have to be these life-altering, epic, huge things. They can be really 
tiny things. In fact, I think as we get better and better at practicing a grateful mindset, we notice these really tiny things that we can feel appreciative of. So notice in the morning, for example, the smell of the coffee and take a moment to just breathe that in and feel grateful for that. You can be grateful for the music as you listen in the car on the way to the office. You can feel gratitude for that friend who shares you the funny meme or funny story or the thoughtful colleague who just checks in on you to see how you're doing. All of those things, they might be routine things that happen to you every day that you don't even notice. And here now is an opportunity to just pause for a moment and reflect and give that warm feeling of gratitude and appreciation to yourself. Every day, I promise you, there are hundreds of things that probably happen in your life that you could take a moment to pause and reflect and to feel grateful for. Over time, as you practice this more often, you might notice that you begin to experience more moments of peace, more moments of joy and contentment. You might even notice feeling a little bit more empowered to handle a stressful or a difficult situation. And you might even notice feeling more connected socially. As you express appreciation and gratitude to your friends, you might notice that they also in kind express their appreciation for you. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I want to express my appreciation and my gratitude to all of you who have listened to this podcast and who have been very supportive to me on this new adventure. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more, you can reach me at laurielittle.com, where I share additional free resources and lots of information. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could write a review and share it with a friend. See you in the next episode.